The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Good afternoon and welcome, everyone. Hi, Lorianne. How are you? I'm good, Vince. How are you? Welcome to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Lorianne Castilla, and you are? I am Vince Parada. Awesome. Our goal here at Healthy Lifestyle is to inspire, educate, and empower you to fulfill a healthy, emotional, spiritual, and physical life so you can feel empowered to live the life you have always wanted and dreamed. Welcome to the show. Very exciting. We're all getting ready because the countdown tonight for 2023. Any special plans for tonight? I got my sparkles ready to put on. We're going to go have some dinner and we're kind of old. I've been, you know, I used to go out and do the singing every New Year's Eve and watch people do silly things on New Year's Eve and worry about driving home. And now we go have dinner. We come home. We pop champagne at midnight. We're in bed 10, 15 minutes after. <laughs> How about you, Vince? You just, you just summarized our night. We do the same. We go out for a wonderful dinner. We come home. Got the champagne ready at like 11.55. Love the countdown. It's a lot of fun because I've watched the ball drop since I was a little boy. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. It's it's yeah. so funny. Well, I was a little girl, not a little boy, but um, I, I, I love doing that. But it's so funny because the whole time it's like, how much more do we have to stay up? <laughs> yes. If you're it's an early riser. You got to hold on. <laughs> Well, because if you're an early riser, it's like stretching your day. So uh, but anyway, it is a lot of fun. That's that's exciting. So, you know, with that in mind, as we kind of look towards the end of 2022, it's it's been it's been an amazing year, but not without its challenges as you know, any any year is. Um, And we want to get ready for 23. And I think that um, the word that you and I were talking about is ignite your 2023. Three, right. You want to light it up. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So to, you know, take a step back, though, before we do that, um, always good to have a moment of reflection. So yeah, I like to reflect on the year. I like to look back and look at our achievements. What did we do the best? So what was your your biggest achievement? Something that you just were like, wow, I did not expect that, but I'm so glad that I did it or I took the chance. Anything? Uh, you know, when I when I look back, um, I for me personally, I, I had an opportunity in, in the business world that came my way that I didn't think would come. Um, and I, I was I was really glad that I, I I got it. I achieved it and and I and I did accept it. So for me, this was a this was a career year. I, I really enjoyed it. How about yourself? What was what was most special for you? Your big accomplishment this year? Um, other than watching a couple of my clients really achieve and get to their dream, you know, we, we, we always start from where they are and then we look at the vision of where they want to be and we work and play in that gap between where they are and where they want to be and actually watch them build the bridge and get to where they want. That was a great achievement. But I think on a personal level, um, myself and Anthony, we, um, we bought a townhouse together down in South Carolina, and I, I'm just like loving it. I'm here now um, in, in South Carolina doing this. Uh, so it's it's really, it makes me really happy. It really that's makes great. me happy. So that was a huge achievement for, for us. And congratulations. That's that's really exciting, you know, especially a place to live is kind of a change of venue. And I, my, my grandfather used to say that if you change 
you know, your town that you live in, you change the luck that you have in your life. So, you know, sometimes when things are a little difficult and challenging, you find a new place to live, a new, a new start. And uh, which leads us to what's upcoming. You know, I guess we want to talk a little bit today about setting a vision and reviewing it, right? Yeah, without a doubt. But before you get to that, you know, you just said something that was really um, poignant, poignant, um, is that, you know, we set these goals out there and we need to look back and celebrate ourselves. We take our celebrations for granted and we focus on the challenges. And, you know, when you move to a new place or do something, if you move in a career, either to a new position or another company, whatever the case may be, the important thing are the five people who surround us because they really influence us. And there was a phrase that was brought to my attention a couple of years ago, which is so true. Your net worth is your network. So, so if you're surrounding yourself with millionaires, you're going to become a millionaire. It's just a matter of time. If you surround yourself with people who aren't really engaged and aren't excited about, and I call it having fire in your belly, you know me, I work with people with the three things. They have to have fire in their belly, desire to succeed and show up for them. If you surround yourself with people who aren't showing up, then you're going to find yourself lulling into that same, that same pattern. Do you find that? I do, especially the last one, showing up for you. I've taken that phrase from you because it's that one resonates with me a great deal. I, I like coaching people. It's part of one of the things that I do for a living. And um, in the capacity that I do it in, I find that my energies are so much more uh, well-received and amplified in individuals who show up and they show up for themselves, right? Because the energy is there, the desire is there, the willingness. Whereas I'm trying to pull those other folks along who don't show up for them. It's like, yeah, I'm here, but I really kind of don't have the heart. Or you just, they're just not committed to what their goals are. And and I, I've lost my motivation many times for those folks because why should I show up for you if you don't show up for you? Yes, 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 yes. And don't you find you get more creative when the other person is like, it's like, okay, we're all in the game. Let's do this. Um, and I also find that that trying to pull it out, if I have more or you have more investment in their progress and in, in whatever it is that they're doing, we shouldn't have more investment than they do in their own progress. That's right. You know, And I think that, you know, I'm sorry. It just doesn't work. Right. It doesn't. They have to, you have to show up for you. So, you know, those three things are important, but uh, like I said, that's the one for me. Now we were going to talk about vision and goal setting and I want to get to that, but as, you know, as important as that is, a lot of times it's, it's really hard to get started. It's, it's hard to know where to begin, even if you've done this before, if you're professional. But I think there's an opportunity that folks have uh, coming up on the first Friday of the new year. I believe you're doing a program specifically on vision and goal setting, right? It's January 6th of next year. Tell us a little about that before we get started. It's at 6 p.m. on the first Friday of January, and it's called New Year's Visioning and goal setting for success in 2023. How we, why I always say for success is if we don't have that foundational in place, 
Um, and then it's kind of like going into the grocery store without a shopping list. You kind of <laughs> rattle around, you get things that you really don't want. You, you forget the stuff that you were supposed to bring home or you needed for that dinner that night. And um, you spend a lot more time doing stuff that maybe if you had specific list, you would have just gone in there. Now I know when I go into a store and I have a list, I'm like, bam, bam, bam. I'm in there. I get the stuff. I'm out really fast. But if I'm wandering and meandering, yeah, I feel like I'm in that, that wheel, you know, the hamster wheel. I'm like, I don't know how to get out. I don't know how to get out. (laughs) Here's the door. So, so what the visioning and goal setting is for is, um, and I kind of liken it again. I do a lot of metaphors. Um, I liken it to a pizza. We don't order a pizza and eat the whole thing in one bite, right? That would be kind of gross and hard to do. I'm sure there's somebody out here that could do that. All right. Well, maybe you do. <laughs> but it's you, we take the pie and we slice it into you know workable pieces. And then we nibble on that until we finish that slice. And then we go to the next slice. That's the same thing with goals. And with this visioning and goal setting um, workshop that we put together, this, this workshop masterclass allows you to actually start creating your goals. We write them down right then and there. We start creating them. There are steps for goals. You don't just make a New Year's resolutions. The reason why New Year's resolutions don't work, 95% of them are failed. within the first six weeks, right? And the reason is, is because they're too big. But it isn't that they're really too big is we haven't set a goal of actions as well. So we set a goal and then we set a goal with actions to get to our goal. So that's what we're going to go through on the Friday, the first Friday of January. We're going to go through that. You're going to set your goals for the year. What do you want? And we have special rules to this. There are no rules. No. Um, well, oh no, maybe it was there are no roads was the quote from the <laughs> from the movie um, Back to the Future. But um, here it is: is that there's no time constraints. There's no money constraints that gets figured out by our head later. There are no other people constraints. This is all about you. So put yourself in a bubble. And then what is your desire? And we want to think from the heart, not from the head. The head solves the problems. And I liken this to um, a laptop. When you shut the laptop, it doesn't keep running. I mean, it runs, but it doesn't do anything for you. When you open it up, you have to ask it to do something. When we think about our dreams and our visions, we think about it from our heart. What do we really want? We want that that villa in Tuscany. Oh, wait, that's me. We're going to have that villa in Tuscany in 2023. We So we visualize what that is. And then we start figuring out, our head will start figuring out the how. So we take all that figuring it out. Because a lot of people think logically, well, I don't have money for that. So that's not really a realistic goal. You know, so I'm sure you do, you talk about realistic goals versus not in your coaching, right, Vince? I do. And and, and it's important that, that you, you know, a realistic goal doesn't mean you don't stretch. A realistic goal means that you do stretch, but you push yourself towards, towards what you thought might have been a limit and past that because overachievement doesn't come from going, I know, like, well, if you know you can do this, well, then. That's not really a stretch goal. Not really a goal, is it? A stretch goal is I can I can run two miles, but by the end of the year, I want to run five. Right. Yeah. And my my um advice all the time, and again, we'll talk about this on on Friday, next Friday. Um I always say to people, 
it needs to be uncomfortable. The goal needs to be like, yikes, I don't know if I'm going to be able to reach that. Perfect. If you have a goal and you're like, yeah, I'll tell you a story. I had this client. Um, um, he, he's awesome. He was, um, he was setting his goal for one of the years and he set, set this number. And I'm like, um, have you ever heard the term sandbagging, Vince? Uh, yes. Yeah. So what sandbagging is, for those of you who don't know it, is it's when you write down, you know, what a goal is, but you already know you could achieve it. It's really, really simple. It's like you really already have it in your pocket. It's not a big deal. You know, it's like, okay, makes you look like a superstar, you think. Well, it's like setting the goal we were saying before. I'm going to run three miles this year. I already run two and a half miles. I'm pretty sure I can stretch myself to run an extra half a mile. That's yeah. not really stretching me. Yeah, exactly. So, so what? Um, oh my God, I lost my train of thought. So we were talking when you set a goal and you want to stretch yourself, right? You want to you want to overachieve and you don't want to sandbag. And you were explaining how sandbagging really. Yeah, thank you. Okay. So, so he he came up with this number, and I was like, wait a minute. If I do the math on what you just told me, you hit that number in February. And he's like, no, I don't think so. Blah blah. I was like, no, no, we're gonna change. I tripled the number on him. And I said, this is more like, and he got really, you could see physically nervous about it. He goes, I don't know, Lori. And I went, perfect. You're right where you're supposed to be because it needs to be a little nauseating. It needs to be a little scary and don't try to figure it out. Um, the cerebral people like ourselves will try to figure it out before we do it, which means if you can figure out how to attain it, the goal's too, too shallow. You need to really emphasize it and make it up. So uh, truth be told is that he did hit that number, the, his initial number in February, by the end of February, he laughed when he did that. And then he ended up taking it five times more by the end of the year. So he really, really stretched himself and it was, it was really good. So you really want to make those goals out there a little nerve wracking. It was like, oof, I don't know how I'm going to do that. It's okay. Our brain solved the problem. So don't sabotage yourself when you're writing down the goals. And again, we'll walk through the process. This isn't a process where we talk about it. This is a process next Friday where we're actually writing your goals for 2023. We walk through. I want to interrupt you for one second, because I think that's so critical. The hardest part of doing it is the first iteration to be able to just write down and finally say, this is my goal. This is my vision. Because once you have the first draft, it's easier to go back and refine. Yes. It's that initial inertia. This class will help get people over that initial inertia, get something down. And then if you take the class and you listen to Lauriana, she's giving you guidance, you get the opportunity to say to yourself in the palace of truth, you know, if I really wanted to be honest, is this really a stretch? What's the real goal that I should be looking at? What's going to make me, as you said, uncomfortable? Yeah. And honestly, to you and I, whatever somebody else's goal is, is it's not relevant. It's like, we will help you get there. It's, it's, you have to be honest with yourself. I love that you said that the palace of truth, and we cover seven areas of your life. It's not just career. It's not just personal. It's physical. It's everything. We cover the seven areas. And why do we do that? We do it because we don't, you know, we don't live in a bubble. You don't just work. You don't just run, you know, or do your physical work. You don't, we have to, we have to coordinate it. And, and I don't do the life. I don't believe in life work balance. I believe it's a tapestry that everything is woven, interwoven, and we have to look at it. We'll also point out during the masterclass, 
is you're going to see this, this thread that goes through all seven areas and you're going to see some repetitive things coming in. And when you see those patterns, that's perfect. So we're going to look for those patterns. And that's, that's one of the, the things about going through the seven areas and creating that and jumping off and leaping and writing it down. Again, I, I think we talked about this too, is that uh, USA Today had a report. You're a, uh, it's 1100%, that's 1100% more inclined to reach your goals if you write them down. Um, and then your brain starts working on solving the problem. So as you're writing down the goals from your heart, you, your brain starts figuring out the how. And it's just really amazing how that process works, but you got to trust it. And this class will will compel you to just get over that initial hur- hurdle to, to drive over that inertia to, to get that first draft out. And I love that you talked about how it's interwoven your personal and your business life because just as an aside, me personally, um, for a very long time, my personal health and activity and, and, you know, just exercise in general, I didn't tie to the success of my business career. And I found that if I didn't have those, they actually went together. I like getting my workout in first thing in the morning. It energizes me. And it's also a good time for me to think it's clarity. I don't have a ringing phone. I don't have anybody who's waiting for me. It's, you know, I'm just focused on my exercise and, and your head is clear. And it's very funny how that really helps me through the day because it, it gives you that even edge, not an edge, but an even edge so that you can can function. So I really like the way you said about how those seven things are interwoven. It's not this is here and this, they go together. Your life comes together. You have one life and it includes everything. Well, it goes to, you know, don't mean to be cliche, but it goes to oxygen mask on first. You put it on first. <laughs> You're not taking your care of yourself. How are you going to take care of other people? And we're all in, no matter what industry you're in, we're all in servitude to other people. We're serving other people. So we need to make sure we're fit. We need to make sure we're drinking water. We're eating properly. And that goes to, and we'll talk about this as well, our daily habits. We call them habits, ritual. I call it my power hour. I know I jokingly call you 24 seven because I know you down working out all the time in the morning. And I know if I call you, you're, you know, you're working out. Um, And I love that. I think that's great. That's your habit and whatever those habits, whatever your power hour is. And let me just explain the power hour. Um, it allows us what I do every morning is, and, and it's up to you what that is. And I am not suggesting you start a power hour starting, you know, January 1st, by the way, we start now we start today. When we think about it, we start now, stop with the, I'll do it on Monday. I'll do it next month. I'll do it when the new year starts that that's not helpful. So the power hour for me, And again, you should ratchet it up similar to running a marathon. You don't run 15 miles right from day one. Mm -hmm. You run maybe three steps, throw up, and then you start again. Oh, wait, no, that might be me. I'm not sure. Um, But it's the same thing. So for me, my power hours, I do meditation. And then I do, I read for 20 minutes, something mindful to really fill my head and get me thinking. I spend... um, sometime as well in that power hour doing some sort of extra exercise or movement, be it yoga or 
or my bike or whatever the case may be. And then I also do my gratitude journals because I think it's really important because it puts me in the right headset. Like you said, when you're working out, it puts you in the right mind. You know, you you come out and you're like, okay, let's do this. The same thing with my gratitude journal. Um, I'm just so grateful. It could be for this pen, for it's the little things in life that makes a difference. Spending time with, you know, besties and people who matter to us. Um, those little things. So those are the things I write in my gratitude journal. And you could journal, you could do whatever it is that makes resonates for you. But you really need to have that habit to start your day. And I always say, start your day that way. And then we'll talk about things, uh, tools like uh, the the rule of five and things like that on uh, the first Friday of January. See, and I think that what you're bringing out too is what you'll get out of the classes to create these habits or rituals that you have, which reinforce every day the positivity and the goal that you have set for yourself. Because if you don't have some kind of, and and I'm I'm using the word ritual, but pattern, whatever it is, habit that you choose, right? So your day should have some level of consistency to it because your body will react. Your mind will react because at a certain time it knows just like food, right? I, I mean, I'm hungry. I don't even need a, I don't need a watch. If it's 1230, I can assure you my stomach goes off and I know it's time to eat. That's also for, for activity. I know in the morning I need that activity to get myself energized and go. And I have some time that, you know, my mind is focused. And like you were saying, I'm really productive, you know, and that, that time that I know I'm really productive, that's when I want to do like the most important activities that I have. But unless you take some time, like in this class to sit down, to create those types of visions of like, here's my vision of what I want to be here, are the goals. And then these are the things that I'm going to do to get there. It doesn't start. It doesn't happen because it never starts. You don't have Agreed. anything to reflect. Agreed. And I'd like to talk more about this in the second half. You're listening to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne and Vince Parada. And we are going to come back, talk more about habits, building proper habits, and other exciting things. You can sign up for this class first Friday of January um, at ldcstrategies.com. L- Larry David Charlie strategies.com. Um, just go to the success coaching tab and you can sign up right there. It takes you to a link so that you can join in and start these great habits. We're going to take a, a quick pause. We will be right back. Welcome back to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne and Vince Parada. I am Lorianne and you are? Vince Parada. That's right. And if you'd like to um, have a question answered or lift up your business product or not-for-profit, or if you have a question or comment, we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at healthylifestylewitha at gmail.com. That's healthylifestylewitha at gmail.com. And whether or not your goal is improving your health or increasing prosperity in business, developing a business and marketing strategy or nurturing your spiritual growth, you're in the right place. We help you harness that energy and take you to that next level. We kind of work in that space between where you are and where you want to be. So give us a call at 516-983-3591 or go to our site our website, ldcstrategies.com. And you can actually sign up for this New Year's visioning and goal setting for success. 
in 2023. Vince, we were talking about habits and I, I love having you on. I think this is great. We, we, we love the banter back and forth anyway, mm-hmm. but um, habits. I mean, I, I call mine my power hour. Do you have a name for yours or, and I know you're very meticulous. Why do you make sure you do that? I, I, I do have habits. It's time blocking for me. And, and I do it because it assures that you get the things done that you are trying to achieve. And I want to just explain that for one second. So a lot of times you write down a goal, but what are the steps that make that goal? And then you'll write the steps out and then you'll close your plan. You put it away and game over. No, now I take those steps and I got this wonderful tip and take those steps and I calendarize them. I put, I build my calendar on that. So I have time blocks in my calendar. This time is for, you know, open discussion and appointments. And this time is just for me to do my, my work that, you know, I, I was with clients and now I need time to work quietly. This time is for returning calls. And it assures me that I have the quiet time I need. I have the interaction time that I need. And I'm always working towards, you know, helping and achieving the goals that I'm trying to work at. And I also have, and you talk about this all the time, the time to kind of work in my business and work on my business. But if you don't, you don't aggregate and separate those things, you really, you you know, all of a sudden those goals and those tactics that you wrote, they never come to fruition because they they don't end up on your calendar. And that's the most important. And and the thing is keeping it in your mind. You have to look at it every day. I love that you do time blocking. And I do have a question about time blocking, but before I get to that question, um, by, by looking at reminding our mind what we're doing, it keeps you on your goal. It keeps you on track. So I recommend doing sticky notes on your mirror in the morning, write yep. on your mirror. They have these pens that you could actually write on your mirror, write your goals. You want to see them every day. Make a vision board. I have a vision board masterclass. We do a digital vision board. I know I never had magazines all over my house, or if I did, I didn't want to cut them up um, because, they, you know, and I don't cut up books because I love my books. Um, so we do a digital version, or if you have magazines or things that you can cut up, we can do that or put them on your dashboard, put it on your, your desk, just to remind you what your goals are. I also have um, index cards, old school index cards, or you can put them on the background of your computer to remind you what those goals are. And you're like, oh yeah. So then when you time block it, you're taking those little nibbles at your slice of pizza. You're taking those little steps you need to take in order to achieve your goal. And that's the difference between just setting a goal and putting it away, looking at every day and taking steps to achieve it. So here's my question for you. Um, and, and I get this question a lot. Um, when you're time blocking, what if something comes? Let, let's just say Tuesday morning, I have a networking group that interferes with my normal time when I do my hour of power and I'm not getting up an hour earlier because I'm already up at the crack of dawn. What do you do then? Do you readjust your whole schedule? How do you do it? Or do you just forego it? You don't do it that day. No, I, I don't forego it. I'm I'm of the opinion that, okay, so if that's going to be a regular thing for me, then I will readjust my schedule because I want to account for that goal and the time that I need to achieve it. So it just needs to go in a different place, right? In my calendar. So I can do both things. Now, I will be honest, there are times that there are clear conflicts and you have to make a decision, right? But then again, your goals also help guide you because if you go back to that and you look and say, what's my priority? And then how does this go to, you know, if it's number seven in priorities that I'm achieving with this you know, conflict, then that, that conflict isn't a conflict. I have to go with my top goals, right? But if it's a top 
top goal and and this is really going to help me this network event or whatever particularly that I'm doing then I have to find a way to make that work and fit that in my calendar and then adjust the other things appropriately so yes. you have to use some judgment yeah and and it's really important because every step you're taking is to your benefit everything that you're doing is going to benefit your achievement of these goals the other thing that that I um I see happen often is we set the goals, we throw them out there, and then we allow these, I call them non-negotiables. These are steps we're going to take that are non-negotiable, but they're also, I see a lot of people doing things that they think will help them towards their goals. And when they look at it, it doesn't really achieve it. So I, I ask myself or have my clients ask themselves the question of, does this, whatever it is, insert what the activity is, Bring me closer to my goals. Do you do that as well? I, I do. I do. And it helps you to filter out the things. You know, there was a, years ago, they used to talk about, you know, nice to do and got to do. And I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Some things are nice to do and they even make you feel good if you do them. But the question is, do they help you towards your goal They're just, or are they just nice things to do? And the got to do's are sometimes the harder things that you don't always want to do, but those are the necessary things to get where you want to be. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I, um, I think it's real important to have that balance, you know, and I, like I said, in my calendar blocking, I will have people put in, or I do it for myself, non-negotiable. So what that means is if I have it blocked out that I'm doing my power hour, if I have it blocked out that I'm taking an action step towards my goal, I don't replace it for a client. Um, and a lot of people make that error. They're like, oh, but it's a potential client or it's a client. I have to put them in there. Well, you know, when I call in for my doctor's appointment, they don't say, when would you like to come in? They go, I got Tuesday at two. Does that work for you? And what happens is it doesn't leave a lot of decision-making because if we have too many decisions to make, it's like going to the cheesecake factory. I'm out, man. I tap out on that, that, that menu. It has too much. I just open it to a page and select something on that page because it's just too big, too many choices. So when you do that, when you give them an, a, a date and a time, and if that doesn't work, what people in variables say back is, well, Tuesday does not work, but I could do it Thursday at three, does that work for you? Now we're going back and forth and looking at our schedule and it's not so overwhelming. Right. Right. And I think there's another piece to that too, if I could, when, when you build that into your plan, right? So you have a client that you build. I think the other thing that you want to look at whenever you're putting anything on your calendar is when do I build time to work on the outcome of that? Right. And I was suggesting before, like sometimes I have periods of time in my calendar that are quiet time, because if I generate work and I generate business and I, you know, I've, I've worked with a new client that has things that I need to do, I need to plan time so that I have the ability to do the work that I committed to. So that's why, you know, your goals are achievable, but they also are reliant on your day-to-day -day activities more and more you'll see. And, and that once you get that routine down that you just keep feeding yourself and you keep going back to your goals, you're like, all right, this is important. I need to do this. It's in my calendar. Yeah. Yeah. And you will achieve, don't you find you achieve your goals faster when you do it this way? You do because you're 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 focused on what you're doing and, and you you you're mindful of the goal, but you're focused on what you need to accomplish to get there. And that's the real important part. Do the work.
Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I do this visioning and goal setting every year at the beginning of the year. And then usually people morph into the masterclass where they get their foundational success principles, five foundational success principles that allow you really to know what you need to do in order to build that foundational habit. So if you don't have habits, you don't know where to start. I got a solution for that as well, that you can come join, but you, you really do need the goal setting first. We, and even before, if you, if you can can come the first Friday of January. Again, ldcstrategies.com. If you want to, to sign on to that, go to success coaching tab and it's right there. You can sign on. But if you can't have, if you don't have the ability to do that, um, before you go to a masterclass to get your foundational, we start with looking at your goals. It's a funny thing. When we were doing goal settings recently in a group, um, I always ask somebody in a group to if they would share their goals. And this one girl got up and she said, woman got up and said that she wanted to own um, an airplane, her own airplane, her own Cessna. And I'm like, oh, I want to own my own airplane. And I wrote it down on my goals. Right. So, cause I usually do it at the same time. Everybody else does it. Um, and I wrote it down on my goals. And then I sat and I was ready to set that strategy that we talked about and put it in blocks and to really you know, what are the steps I have to take in order to get me to where I want to be? And I was looking at that plane and I'm like, I really do want a plane. And then I went, but I don't want to pay for the housing of it. I don't want to pay for the maintenance. I don't want to pay for the staffing or the pilot. And dear God, I, I hardly want to pay for the gas for my car. Why would I want to gas up an airplane? Right. Um, so I don't want to own a plane. I want to know somebody who owns a plane. And sure enough, I do. I know somebody who owns a plane now because I put it down on my goals that way and on my vision board. And a friend of mine, is a, she's a pilot and she owns her own plane. And anytime I need access to, to a private jet, boof, I'm there. So how cool is that though? So if you, if you can vision it, you can achieve it. Just remember that. That's that's the whole thing. It's not about setting these crazy goals like I want to own a jet plane. Like, did I really need to have that jet plane? Not really. Is it convenient for me to have access to one when I have some of my speaking engagements and things like that? Yeah, that is. But to own it and have all those expenses doesn't make sense. And plus, my financial advisor would be like, yeah, that's not happening. So <laughs> and I think he's great because he really does keep me on track. Um, and that's why, you know, I have all these people. I have five coaches myself. And I think, you know, real important thing, I really encourage everybody to get a coach and make sure that coach has a coach. Because if you're not coachable as a coach, then you really aren't coming in with the right intentions. Um, and I, I know I have all these advisors around me. And the reason is, is they hold me accountable. Accountability, once you set your goals, accountability is that extra piece that a lot of people miss. If I set a goal and I don't share it with anybody, nobody knows I didn't attain it. So no big deal. And I just keep going. And I, uh, you know, full disclosure, I just took this class with Laurieann and, uh, and I can tell you that after we spent the time on vision and goals and we really, you know, specifically identify what was important, um, that was the, the key part is the accountability component because you want, you want to live what it is that you're, you're trying to achieve. Otherwise, what's the value and having someone that you can talk to. Um, and I think accountability sometimes gets a negative connotation because people are like, Oh, I got to say that I didn't do. I, I want to tell that person I didn't get this done, you know, and I want to talk about why I didn't Own get it. 
Yeah, that's right. Own it. Own it. And sometimes it's like, look, I'm struggling with this. Help me. Here's what I did. You know, I think that that's the difference is some people go, oh, I didn't get this done. They don't want to tell anybody. And I just don't want anybody to give me any heat. The other alternative is, look, I was either A, I didn't do this. And that's all right. We get that. So let's let's talk about why and get it back on if it's important or let's get rid of it. But B. Or you, maybe it's a tool you need. Maybe you don't have the right tool. Maybe maybe schedule blocking doesn't work for you. We have right. all kinds of tools that we can give you. But that's what the class gave me. It was that that, that insights to say, it's not just the goal and the vision, but I need the accountability portion because this needs to be an active part of what I do. Yeah. Well, just think about it. If you have a partner that you're meeting at the gym, let's just say that, and you get up in the morning and you're like, I don't want to get up. My head hurts. I, you know, every excuse that you run through your, you know, my pinky is, I, I, my pinky hurts. I can't, you know, any excuse that you're going to run through your head to not go but you know that you're meeting up with so-and-so at the gym. I don't want to let them them down. You'll drag your body out, be really cranky driving there, and then be happy that you did. And yes. that, that's me through, through and through. I'm like, I don't want to go. And I'm like talking to myself all the way there. And then when I get there, I'm happy that I did it because afterwards I feel energized. I also feel like I didn't let my partner down. Um, you know, I, I met them and I held up to my responsibility. And that's another thing that I teach, a hundred percent responsibility to yourself. It's, this is accountability. Isn't about other people. It's about being true to yourself and just having somebody there going, okay, what do we need to do to make sure that you get it done? Right. Well, and think about that because it's very funny. I had, I had, a, had a real similar experience. There, there was a guy that I used to work out with all the time. And the one thing he told me, he said is you don't even take, and I wouldn't, if, if he called me on my cell, as I was driving to the gym, I wouldn't take his call because I knew what the call was. It's like, Oh, listen, I'm not thinking, I'm sorry, not talking to you. We said we'd be here at this time. I'm going to be there. And I'm not talking to you until you're in front of me. And he said, you know, for him, it was really good because that was not his thing, but I found him helpful to me because I didn't mind going, but you know, at once the, once the workout was over and I had to do a little cardio, I hate cardio, but he was, he was hell bent on it. So we helped each other. And that's why that accountability partner is so important because you'll give to each other. I like that you said that don't have a coach that doesn't have a coach because you want to be coachable in order to coach. Yeah. I mean, uh, my coaches, uh, I got to tell you, they're fierce. They beat the bejeebas out of me and I love it. They hold me accountable and they're like, okay, I'm not, I'm a non-excuse girl. I'm like, don't, don't throw excuses at me because I'll call you out on it. That's an excuse. Okay. What do we, and I have clients who go, I know it's an excuse. And I was just like, okay, you know, you're allowed to make the excuses if you, but just recognize that's what you're doing. That's all I'm asking. Recognize that you're making an excuse and you're allowed to make an excuse. I'm allowed to be cranky too. I'm allowed to have a pity poor me party if I want. I get bored easily. So that doesn't last very long, but I'm allowed to have all those too. So are you, but we have to just acknowledge that's what we're doing. And that's where you're actually in control of what you're doing and the decisions you're making. And think about the, the piece that says, if you don't achieve your goal, it doesn't impact your coach at all. No. It impacts you. Yep. So my day goes on the same. <laughs> right. Everything is exactly the same. So you're only doing it for you. Once you connect the dot to say, wait a minute, that person's helping me. And it doesn't impact them at all. You know, if anything, I'm letting them down because they've committed time to me. They're, they've committed their intellect. 
And I'm showing up, at, but I'm not showing up for me. I'm just literally just walking in the room, right? And show up for me. That's yeah. one of the big three things that Laurie talks about all the time. Yeah, and this yeah. class really links that. Put the accountability with the vision and the goals. This January 6th class gives you that opportunity to get over that initial inertia, start the planning process, ignite your 2023. Don't, yes. don't, we reflect on, on what we want to do in the new year, but then ignite your 2023. Yeah. And we ignite it by taking action. We take actions by setting our goals and then setting goals that are producible. So we take steps or tasks, whatever you want to say. I call it a strategy and tasks. And we set those in place so that we could achieve those goals. You know, again, it's nice to talk about painting the house, but you actually have to go out and get the paint and have the ladder and go paint the house. So, you know, and then we feel great. And when we achieve those goals, how do you feel when you achieve something that you were like, Oh my God, that was really a big reach, but you actually get it. You, I, I know I feel personally really great, but I, I, I do want to add one thing. The climb is more fun than the achievement for me. So true. You know, it's like I, once I'm involved and I'm into what I'm doing, the struggle is part of it. I want to, I want to work through it. I want to beat it. I want to achieve. And so I, I, when I get to the end, I do reflect, but I always know that wow, that was actually more fun trying to get, because you can feel yourself, whether you're crawling, running, walking, you're getting doing it. I'm doing it. There. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about doing it. It doesn't matter what the goal is. It could be little or big. It doesn't, sometimes people say, oh, the goals have to be so big. No, it could be a goal to just, you know, get out of bed at on time and not hit the snooze bar. That's a really good goal to start good habits. And, and again, we talk about this and the great thing about the system that I have in place, and it's a process that works. It's proven process is if you do the goal setting, when you do the goal setting, um, and then you come into this community, you have a community of like-minded people who are also doing the same thing and will all hold you accountable in little ways, right? And you also have other people to bounce your ideas off of and, and it, it escalates. In the masterclass, you're surrounded by other like-minded people who are learning the same process and you actually start getting a network that of these people who are in the same mind, and I call it vibrating at the same level, who are really wanting to do something different this year. And, and again, if you don't take these steps, I ask you to just ask yourself, if you don't take the time to do the goals and to take these steps and maybe take a class like this or master class with me, whatever the case may be, will anything change for next year? Or are we going to be in the same place? And that's the thing that's really important. Is anything going to change if you don't? And why would you not want to? And and I want to add, and I don't know what you think of this, but I, I have to share it. My aunt, when I was a young boy, used to tell me, shoot for the stars. And if you land on the moon, you did a great job, but shoot yeah. for the stars. And I always think that sometimes at the end, when you reflect, and as we reflect here on, on the eve of you know the, this, this year, um, as you reflect, maybe you didn't achieve your goal that you wanted for 22 or goals, but maybe you came so far and you made such progress. Reflect on the fact that you came further. You're further along because you tried and you worked hard. Maybe you're gonna set that same goal in the new year. But don't discount the fact that you achieved quite a bit just moving forward and moving closer to the end point. 
Yeah. And that's why we always start with celebrating what we did last week. We always start with celebrating the littlest things. It's not celebrating all the big things. Big things automatically get celebrated. It's the little things, even getting out of bed in the morning. Sometimes that's a rough thing for some people. I get it. Been there, done that, struggled and got out of bed, you know, so it's the little things. So we have to celebrate. I totally agree with you. We have to make these vivacious, audacious, huge goals. And we'll talk about why. And then we have to share them with other people with somebody you trust, um, who's your cheerleader. And again, join us on January, uh, on the first Friday in January, January 6th at 6 p.m. You can sign up um, online, ldcstrategies.com. Please go to success um, coaching tab, and then you can see where you can sign up there, or you can email us at healthy lifestyle with LA at gmail.com. We'll be able to do that. Vince, I love this. Happy new year. Happy new year. Peace and prosperity to all. To you as well, to you as well. Thank you all for joining us today on Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I hope we earned your the privilege of your time. I want to thank Vince again for, for being my partner here. Um, and he's going to be coming on uh, a lot more. So look for our coaching sessions. Uh, I think it's very valuable. We get a lot of feedback that uh, is requesting that. And also, if you're looking for a business coach, accountability, strategy, directing, a sounding board, or someone to help you streamline your business, reach out to us. Reach out to 516-983-3591 and see if it's a good fit. And we can absolutely help you soar to success. Thank you again for joining us on Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. Look for our show next Saturday at 3 p.m. PM. Until then, I'm Lorianne Castia. I'm Vince Parada. Play a higher role, serve a higher purpose, show up for you and show up what, Vince? <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> for yourself and show up big. That's right. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy Bye. New Year, everybody. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.